Hey there, welcome to Set List. I'm Denise Lockhurd, and today's podcast is going to be a great one. Set List is a place where the songs from the soundtrack of our lives takes center stage. It's your life. Here's a front row seat to the circus. Feel your whole heart beat. Are you nervous? Hold on to me, let's go. It's time for the show. Good to have you back. Today, we're doing a second episode with my amazing student, Claire Perrine. All the links to her socials and her new EP are in the show notes, so please check out all of her stuff. Enjoy today's episode, and we'll be picking up right at the portion of the interview where we talk about one of the songs on her EP called Gray Yellow. So for gray yellow, let's just talk about the process of that one since it was more difficult for you. I just remember kind of delving in really it was, I feel like the first time that we delved in heavy on lyric work together, Mm -hmm. we had done small bits and just um, from your early, early songwriting stuff about just organizing groups and making sure that you have verse, chorus, bridge, delineation, and, you know, just the very simple things. So I feel like Gray Yellow was the first time that we delved in on lyrics, knowing that you were really the creator. It seemed like on the others you were influenced by, I'm writing a song for this, or I'm I'm doing a song like this, where <laughs> Yellow, I felt like was the first time you were like, I wanna do my thing. Like, yeah. Whatever that ends up looking like, which is probably why it took a while, because a lot of times just deciding who you are and what you wanna do, it mm-hmm. takes a minute, cause you, all of a sudden it's gonna identify you as an artist. And the creator, since you're programming everything. So on Gray Yellow, when we did that deep dive into the lyric, how much of the track had you already created? I'm not quite sure. I think usually when I get something going, I have at least the first verse kind of done in terms of tracking. And maybe like the chorus, or I just have like, what I want the chorus to be on there. And I'm guessing that's what I had. I think I had quite a bit of track on there, but I it was just, what do I want this song to be about? Yeah, and part of that is just the nature of the of the song itself. It's, it's kind of, what's a word for it? Ethereal? Well, mm-hmm. it's not ethereal really how it came out because in a cool way, I think where your mind was at first, it was very ethereal. And we were just trying to add some tactile tangibles to it. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of brought, I think, all of that 
philosophy yes. alive, really. I, when I first started on the track, it was actually supposed to be a Minecraft type lo-fi beat because I was trying to go outside of what I usually do, which comes back in in the long run, you know. Um, and I started adding a bit more. I was like, duh, duh. That was basically it. And then I started growing it more. And I was like, wait, actually, scratch that idea. And for the longest time, it was Minecraft song thingy. Right. It was. There was no title. That's right. I don't. You can tell if like a track is my track if it has a really weird title on it. Mm-hmm. Has the word thingy. It'll be like blue song thingy. So um, I believe, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong. I feel like you get a lot of your ideas in a musical space first. Mm-hmm. And then a lyric kind of starts to cook. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, so that happened with Gray Yellow, but then I think we kept reinventing the wheel on it um, because you changed so much from the from that first mindset. Definitely. But I, I feel like since then, your process has become more streamlined in a good way. Yes like you learned a lot about who you are through mm -hmm. writing that song and maybe how that usually goes is who you're not is kind of what you have to sift out. Yeah. <laughs> and so that takes a minute. Yeah. Honestly, after writing gray yellow and doing a lot of the lyric practices with you, lyric writing is one of my favorite things to do because I can, Come up with a message and how I'm going to deliver it and then I'll be like oh that's a great lyric I gotta write it down on there also you know every time we did those three minute long sessions whenever I'm writing lyrics I'll be like okay gotta get the book out let's just listen to it and then write some random words and phrases okay what do we cool so we'll break down uh in general what those three minute exercises have looked like for us there's a lot of different ways that we've done them but um our and you're referring to the ones with the sensory guide. So what are the seven senses for songwriting that we use? Yes. Yeah, so when uh, we go through our three minute sessions, we're writing down things that we can see, things we can smell, things we can taste, things we can hear, things we can feel. And then there are two others, kinesthetics and organics. And those are, um, organics are like inside. So like your heart beating, that's an organic um, like sense. Kinesthetic sense is something more like the world spinning around you, you know? Or uh, I don't know what else would be. Like, like something outside of your body. Yeah, something outside. Organic is kind of inside your body, yeah. Okay, great. So that, so you still use that on a daily if you're concentrating on lyrics. Yes, I'm very much aware of what can, what do I sense whenever I'm looking at lyrics for the song? Can I, can I see stuff? Can I hear things? And how can I show the person what I'm trying to say instead of just describe what I'm saying? Yeah, and for everybody who's listening, I'll, I'll just tell you that the seven senses of songwriting come from a guy at Berkeley. 
um, a guy named Pat Patterson. And so Claire, you did two uh, great music camps at Berkeley this summer, this past summer, one in Boston and one in LA. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Oh, it was phenomenal. I especially loved my uh, LA camp, but the Boston camp was a three day uh, production program, basically talking about what it means to be a producer. And a lot of these things I already knew coming in, but they did talk about some of the marketing behind it and having to use ASCAP and BMI, all this fancy terminology. I was like, I, that's actually really important. I need to write those things down. And um, that was really fun. And Boston, if you haven't been to Boston, it's beautiful. I love Boston so much. Then my Berkeley summer camp in LA was so amazing. It was a scoring for film and TV. And I, we had, we were like in groups and the, the whole thing was like throughout the week, you were given this one movie clip from some video. Okay. And you were with a small group and had to create the soundtrack to that movie clip over the week. But at the same time, there would be like guest speakers that would come in and stuff. And I remember like, uh, so Shrek and Narnia are great movies. I actually got to meet the guy who wrote both of those soundtracks, Henry Gregson Williams. He's phenomenal. And he was showing us how he scores for those movies. And I even got to see Avatar Three Way of the Water, like the guy who made the soundtrack for that. I got to see 16 minutes of the best clips with no uh, sound effects or dialogue, just sound to picture. And it was magnificent. And I want to be a composer now. It really, I didn't think I was going to want to be a composer, but that's another thing that I want to do besides being a producer. Yeah. Great. That's exciting. So you released, when did you release your project, The Deeper Meaning? Ooh, it was over fall break when I did. Okay, cool. So what um, platforms are you available on for the deeper meaning? I'm on so many platforms. I yeah. mean, amazing. It's put me on YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Music, iTunes Music, Amazon Music, basically any music platform. It's going to be on there. iHeartRadio, put it on there too. So stoked about that. So at your camp in Boston, wasn't that when they talked a little bit about DistroKid? So DistroKid is your, cho you, your choice to release your music based on what you learned at, at Berkeley. Yes. And pretty much like over the years hearing people talk about like how, what platforms you should use for what and how you should distribute your music. I mean, like I've heard CD Baby and DistroKid, but I've, I've heard DistroKid a lot more. So that's what I'm going to use, you know, but I think I haven't used CD Baby, but I've heard it's good too. Cool. Awesome. Well, is there anything that you've thought about while we've been talking that you're like, oh, wow, yeah, I wanted to share that, but you were busy asking me another question. <laughs> is there anything that popped into your mind? I think that something I would like to say is for those who know whether or not they want to be 
a musician when they grow up or be in the music industry. I, what I've heard from so many people is music has to be your life. And music is that one thing that you always go to. And, you know, growing up, I know I loved singing, but I could spend hours on this and I could sing forever. And because of that, I know that this is what I want to do in life. And if you're unsure about this or you don't feel like music impacts your life that much, then I probably wouldn't go into this profession. It's basically an all or nothing mentality. And, you know, and people will say like music is so 50-50 or you don't, I don't know if, you know, you should do that. It's just figuring out the sweet spot. You can make money in anything. And I'm learning how to make money through this. All right, Claire, you go, girl. I love your attitude. And I'm so grateful to be working with you. We are going to play a bit of the song Gray Yellow for everyone as we finish up today. I hope you guys all have the best start to 2024 and enjoy the track. We'll see you soon. I'm gray, you're yellow I'm a dirty street, people walk over you the sun, everybody sits under I'm a shade, your color I question myself why you chose me Why not choose another? Do re mi fa sol la ti I'm not some bright star, can't you see? But what if there was more to me? I think that you bring I think that you bring Bring out my color Under You make me feel all warm inside your golden rays of sunshine Oh, under I wonder why'd you do that lights me up inside? 